0: Nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring today. Robert Half is here to help. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Today on Watching Your Wealth, what will happen to your vacation home when you die? This
1: is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger.
0: This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Lee Miller is regional director, Glenmead Trust Company. Welcome, Lee.
1: Hello. How are you, Veronica? Doing
0: well, thank you. Lee, so now that summer is officially over, sadly, um, folks may be thinking about their future plans for the family vacation home. And, you know, most people don't want to think about their own death, but they need to consider what's going to happen to that vacation home once they die, right?
1: Absolutely. And there is probably nothing that families have larger opinions about, <laughs> than whether it be their cottage on the shore or the estate in the Adirondacks or the ski house.
0: Oh, my gosh. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. So All much values emotion. and it matters. Yes.
0: Indeed. Indeed. So it, there's so much to this. But you said the first part in thinking about this and talking to your family about this is communication. So what did you mean by that?
1: Parents need to talk with the younger generations, and we'll leave it to the adult members of the next generations all together and share with them that they're thinking about the house and what will happen to it when they're gone and provide information. They probably don't want feedback altogether, mm. and it would be wise for parents to open the subject so that there aren't surprises ask each of the adult children to go back and think about it, talk about it with their own spouse perhaps and family and then to come back to the parents privately and individually and share their thoughts.
0: And so think about what you're asking them, what do you guys want this house once what I'm do gone? You want?
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And what so often happens is there's an assumption yeah. that oh, yeah. it will go to the children, but the children are married and their spouses have their own vacation home. Mm-hmm.
0: And if they live out of state, too, or they have busy careers, or would just rather do something else in the summertime, just sort of jump around, different, try new and different locations, it may be more of a burden than a gift, believe it or not. Well,
1: there's no question. And the last thing that really most parents want is conflict among their children when they're Good point. gone. And so an important part of that communication is to say, what would you like with a house? We'd like your input here. We're thinking about what to do. What, what's your point of view? And also to provide a short summary of what the house costs to maintain. Mm. Because I don't know if you have siblings, but most families, There are different career paths. There are different marriages, and not everybody has the and not everybody makes the same choices how they want to spend their money, whatever they do have. And so, um, again, that's a big area for conflict. Can be a big area for conflict, and it's everything from just the basic maintenance, but as well upkeep redecorating do you need a new porch do you need a new uh, boat dock let alone a new boat and I've certainly had experience with families helping to navigate them because they don't agree as much as you'd expect and frankly um, one example sticks in my mind where the grandmother had gone through extensive estate planning to leave her house to her children has been the family seed of every summer for really three generations. And the kids approached me one at a time and said, you know, none of us want the house. Mm. What do we do? What and do we so do? again, communication is the place to begin.
0: Indeed. And you know, and you brought up a good point about the finances. You need to think about, you know, how are you going to pay the taxes on the house, the utilities, the insurance, liability coverage, all these things if you need a new roof, where is the money going to come from? And are people going to be willing to chip in and if so, do they chip in equitably? Uh what's the situation? So these are all things to think about with money Say, for example, you have all different um, siblings who are interested in the house. I've heard that scheduling a house, a vacation house, can be just quite a nightmare. So I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on that, any tips about scheduling the use of using that vacation home?
1: And generally, with the three main holidays of the summer season, Memorial Day, Labor Day, and then Fourth of July in the middle, often there's a lottery so that families get one of the choice weekends and um, sometimes it can be on a rotating basis uh, and identify that there are peak, just like when you rent a house, there are peak rental weekends. And so it wouldn't be terribly different. from You're renting it from your own family is really what uh, it's like. And so you can't get all the best weekends. Um, A question that recently came up Um, And aren't we in the 21st century? What if I get my two weeks or a month? Am I allowed to rent the house out? Can I Airbnb Airbnb. it? Mm -hmm. You know, whoever would have thought of that. But if it's not addressed, then there's no rule that says I can't do it. Indeed.
0: Now, you know, I think mom and dad or that matriarch and patriarch are often the house manager, or at least they hire someone to be the, the de facto house manager to set the rules and to set different controls. I think you also need to think about what happens when you're gone. Who are you going to appoint one of your children to take over that role? Or what's going to happen?
1: It's called, it's, we refer to that, Veronica, as governance. And just as you know, there's a constitution of the United States. Well, there has to be a governing document and it can be fairly simple, but there are a number of bullet points um, outlining what the rules of the House are in terms of, um, is it a simple majority? Um, Does one person have the primary responsibility? Should that rotate so that no one person is burdened? Um, Do Spouses have a vote, um, what things get voted on, and what if you want to exit the family, how whatever entity owns this house, is there a right of first refusal? Mm. How do you determine the value yeah. of those you know four weekends of summer, whatever? And so there has to be ahead of time a methodology um, set out on all of these, exactly all of these. It's a cross between a constitution mm-hmm. and corporate governance. Yep. And it really is called family governance. And the Indeed. more that can be thought out ahead of time, uh The less conflict there will be later.
0: Uh, You know, speaking of conflict, we've only about twenty seconds left. But I just, I'm I'm thinking some matriarch or patriarchs are going to listen to all this and say, "Oh my goodness, this sounds like such a headache." I can hear the, the, you know, the comments and and the debates now. I'm just going to leave this till when I'm dead and let my kids sort it out. Real quickly, what do you say to them? Why should they tackle this now?
1: That. The more they can do while they're alive, they'll give their children their wisdom, their love, and their maturity, and (laughs) set the children on the right path uh, with an even keel.
0: Good points. Thanks so much, Lee. Thank you. And would you stick around and take our fun financial quiz?
1: Sure. Great. You stick around, too. Got an Amazon Echo or an Amazon Tap? Listen to the Wall Street Journal as part of your flash briefing WSJ podcast. Listen ambitiously. This is watching your wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger.
0: Welcome back to watching your wealth. Now it's time for financial advisor, Lee Miller, to take our fun financial quiz.
1: Lee, you ready? I am Veronica.
0: All right, Lee, what's the best financial advice you ever received?
1: Maximize contributions to my retirement account early in my life. Love that. Worst financial advice? Every portfolio should have Cisco just before the tech bubble burst. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Fill in the blank. Money can buy?
1: Education, housing, and philanthropy.
0: Love it. Money can't buy?
1: Mm, Self-confidence.
0: Oh, very true. That's a good one. If you ever won a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it?
1: I'd make sure I'm maximizing my retirement savings. I'd add to my personal investment account, and I'd make charitable gifts.
0: Very nice. Great fun. Thanks for joining us, Lee. Thank you. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening.
1: For more podcasts, check us out at wsj.com podcast. Podcasts. Become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and now look for us on the Google Play Music app on Android devices. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos.